Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's happening? Oh, nothing much. You know, a pretty quiet Sunday. Not not a lot going on this weekend, sports wise or anything. It was just kind of boring. You know, we for a sports betting show where we have to talk about sports. It's just it's kind of a lame weekend. Nothing going on. So, um, listen in in the pre show. You know, Pan- Panther says that I I talk a lot. I I never knew that about me before. So I'm sorry, Panther. Uh, good morning. Happy Monday to you, logo guru. Uh, bring, bring, how, how's bring. it going, man? Are you good? Um, yeah. Oh, I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you for getting me in here. Like in the first minute. Um, yeah, no, it, it, look, we, we talk pre-show, we get ready to go and, and it's football season. We kind of know how, how, how you lay it out and, and, uh, you're, you're going to come, uh, with, with, with a lot of points and a lot of things to talk about. And I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew I was here, um, before I can just go make a cup of coffee and probably boil some water and, and you, you go off for, you know, a few minutes here. <laughs> All right. Marsh, how are you? How are you doing, too? I forgot to say hi to you as well. I, I didn't know. I had no idea that we're supposed to be nice to each other. Like, that's I, not in my contract. No, no. We didn't write that in. There's no morality clause. There's no <laughs> there's no cordial clause in, in the contract. <laughs> no, no a really, really great weekend, though. Again, um, uh, NASCAR stuff going on, mm. uh, NFL mm. weekend, uh, lots, lots of baseball. I was telling you guys that you know baseball kind of took a back seat yesterday. I posted my uh, picks on Twitter, and I ended up going twelve and three yesterday in baseball. And I, you know, I wasn't even paying attention. I ran my numbers uh, last night. I was like, holy shit, I had a good day. Oh yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah, NASCAR went well. Zebra went undefeated against the spread. Amazing. Good call, Panther. You get credit for yeah, bringing the call, Zebra. I probably cost myself a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, if, I don't know if you've listened to NFL shows before, boys and girls. Uh, Monday, Max usually has some points he wants to talk about, and then Panther has a few points he wants to talk about. So, Max, let's do it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I call this uh, Max's touchdown, where I'll go through six points, some things that I observed uh, yesterday, and then I'll go for the extra point. Or sometimes, if I'm feeling up to it, I'll go for two. Let us start with point number one. Uh, maybe the Eagles are better than we thought, or maybe the Falcons aren't. <laughs> uh, Jalen Hurts actually pretty good game: two hundred sixty-four yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, sixty-two yards on the ground. Definitely outplayed Matty Ice for uh, some idiot who took him in his daily fantasy uh, lineup. So not so good. Not so good. Point number two, let's talk Steelers and Bills. You know, we've been talking about defenses and how defenses were going to be slow to get going in the NFL. Well, these guys uh, apparently didn't get the memo there. Uh, Pittsburgh looked really good defensively. Uh, Bills held their own and it was the Steelers who had to come back. I think they were down 10 and they came back and won that game. And it's a really good win for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to be in a competitive division. And for Buffalo, ah, you only get so many home games. You can't squander them. They squandered the first one. So keep an eye out on a Buffalo Bills team that is fighting the perception of regression. So you gotta got to watch out for that. Point number three, call this one, giving Goff 
his due. If you download and listen to every single episode, you know, I have not been too kind to one Jared Goff over the years, but hey, he looked he looked good in his Lions debut. Uh, Niners got the win, but maybe that change of scenery was really good for Jared. Point number four, Jets still seeing ghosts. This time it's the ghost of draft picks past. Sam Darnold, their former number one quarterback, uh, came in and beat their current number one drafted quarterback, Zach Wilson. And Darnold outplayed Wilson. Uh, you know, you statistically, you go line by line. Uh, Darnold still had some gaffes that are traditional of Sam Darnold. But again, maybe some change of scenery and maybe getting the fuck out of that dumpster fire that is the, the New York Jets. Point number five, sticking with the uh, AFC East, uh, we'll call this Big Mac in New England. I mean, you know, I don't know. Have you guys ever had a Big Mac in, in New England? Do they put like lobster on it? Is it like a lobster roll hybrid in, in New England? Oh, yeah. All right. Mac Jones, though, another rookie quarterback, looked really good in his first start. So I, th- I think maybe Bill was on to something. Tua? We've had question marks about Tua. And I think we still have questions marks about Tua. He was not that good in week one, but the Finns got the win. And Miami just continues to be a thorn in Belichick's side. Usually it happens down in Miami. (laughs) Usually usually the Dolphins beat the Patriots down in Miami, but this one was in Foxborough. So watch out, AFC East. Here comes the Dolphins. Point number six. We're going back and forth about this on Twitter. Call this one the winless North. The NFC North division. All the teams lost yesterday. And sadly, it was the fucking Lions that played the best out of the bunch. (laughs) Uh, The Vikings could not exploit the Bengals defense. The Bears could not keep up with the former NFC Norther Matt Stafford over there in Los Angeles and the Packers. Well, let's just bring us to our extra point here. Want to cue the X Files music? We've got some conspiracy talk here. Panther, I was telling you in the pre show, watch out for the conspiracy. Was Aaron Rodgers bad yesterday or was he making a point and throwing the game because some fans are claiming the latter some fans are saying that rogers just wants out of green bay so much that he's going to just throw every single game until they force his way out (laughs) interesting conspiracy theory i don't think so let's give the saints defense some fucking credit here they absolutely shut down the running game. They forced Rodgers to force some of those throws. I mean, that was a really good defensive effort by the Saints. Uh, fucking James Winston had five fucking touchdowns there. The, the, the Green Bay Packers were just outclassed, outperformed, and Rodgers was playing from behind. Now, I know uh, Archie sent us that picture. I don't know if you can bring it up on screen at some point of, of throwing in the dirt and your QBR versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, QBR and, and actually if you threw in the dirt every single fucking play you'd have a better QBR than Aaron Rodgers right if he just took the ball threw it straight into the ground PFF would give him a score of 39.6 what he actually got was a score of 32.8 Oof, was two, two interceptions anyway those are Max's seven points for this week one Panther what you got uh, we're going to try something different today I don't know if I'll stick with it the rest of the season but um, where Panther was right where Panther was wrong And I got to say, I could have wrote down a lot more wrong things. We'll start with where I was right. I am probably the one D-Gen that actually thinks the Steelers are going to be a force this year. That was the one game I actually got to watch from beginning to end yesterday. And statistically, you look at the stats, and it doesn't look like they won because Buffalo won every statistical category except the scoreboard. But when you look and watch the game, 
that Pittsburgh team looks disciplined. They look good. Um, Roethlisberger's got to get some rust off, but the the weight loss I thought was noticeable for him and the way he performed. Uh, so I, I feel like I was right on uh, the Steelers. Uh, Saints are going to be better than okay. I think we had questions about how Jameis Winston would be, and I thought Jameis Winston would do fine. We've seen how uh, Sean Payton has handled not having Drew Brees when he's been injured and things with uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Winston last year. And if yesterday was any indication, the Saints are going to be way better than okay. Uh, same said for the Browns. When we talked about the Browns against the Chiefs, I thought the Chiefs would win. I thought the Browns would look the part. They would look like contenders. And for three-plus quarters, they did. Um, they just kind of fell apart with some miscues, uh, a punt that, uh, that the guy didn't punt all day, so finally comes in to punt and mishandles the snap, sets up the Chiefs at the 15-yard line. Um, and I also said I thought the Chiefs would cover and they would have covered had they got that two-point conversion, which I got to check their scorecard. They're going. I don't understand why they were going for two there. But uh, nonetheless, I thought the Browns represented themselves really well. Where I was wrong, um, again, about that Chiefs not covering, <laughs> two-point conversion cost me the cover, but I didn't bet. I just leaned it. Eagles will not be the worst team in the East. Mm-hmm. I think we're wrong on the Eagles as a team, offensively and defensively. I know they changed uh, some of their defensive parts, particularly in the defensive backfield. They handled Calvin Ridley very well and that Falcons offense. And Jalen Hurts, maybe he is their franchise quarterback. I uh, don't want to overreact after one game, but the Eagles did look very, very good yesterday. Staying in that game, uh, the kiss of death is a kiss of wrong. We're going to have to temper our expectations on those Falcons. They did not look good yesterday. And uh, those were my biggest takeaways from yesterday. Man, a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. Uh, takeaway from me, Matthew Stafford, number three quarterback, according to ESPN's uh, QBR. Number three. Uh, I, listen, I, I was very happy as a Rams fan last night watching to see Matthew Stafford in that offense. He's, he's got a lot of weapons there. And again, it changes scenery for, for everyone. I, I really yeah. do think that's the case. And and I know that uh, Goff's uh, uh, QBR wasn't that good yesterday, but he, he put up some good numbers and they came from behind. They were getting their asses handed to them. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he, he was poised and, and he, he made some throws uh, in, in the second half of that game. So I give him credit. But, yeah, Matt Stafford in that Rams offense in week one, uh, week one is, is always like, oh, we, we got to make all these crazy predictions based off of one fucking game. Uh, but I'm happy. We'll just say that as a Rams fan, <laughs> I'm happy. All of a sudden, the NFC West is like seems like undisputably the hardest division in baseball or football. Jesus. Oh man, it's it's incredible. I mean, uh, the, the way the Arizona handled Tennessee. Yeah, I think I think that was the case though. I, I think we thought that the yeah. NFC West was going to be uh, the best mm-hmm. in in football, and it lived up to it in Week One. That, that that's for sure. Um, you know, interestingly mm-hmm. enough, staying in the the entire country of the West, if the Raiders win tonight, both Western divisions will have gone undefeated. Oh, wow! Wow! wow. That's impressive. You know, Panther, I think you've got another bone to pick with Kansas City. Uh, that opening drive, fourth and less than two, pretty deep into the Browns' territory. I don't remember the yardage exactly. Andy Reid elects to go for a field goal. Mahomes was not coming off the field and was waving them back. And there was some little dispute there. So they went for the, a very safe and very questionable field goal there. Otherwise, you know, you might have covered your bet. Well, I, you know, there's some early stuff shenanigans. I think that the Chiefs are... I mean, they're the 
bell cow. They're the, they're the team that everybody is chasing. And I think Andy Reid can kind of play a little bit closer to the vest, especially that early in the game. You saw from Cleveland, though, they went for fourth down twice in mm-hmm. the first drive and even went for a two-point conversion uh, after their first touchdown. So the, the, the Browns showed some real aggression. Um, they wanted to make a statement, win or lose. They, w- they went out there to win. Uh, but I, I actually like the way both teams played. Oh, yeah. I, I thought the Browns looked pretty sharp until that fourth quarter when the pressure just, the pressure just got to them and it started to melt down. We didn't see this in 2020. Fans in the stands, man. That makes a difference. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. And I think we're, we're about to get into that right now as we got a Monday Night Football game, right? Do. Yeah, that's right. Let's get to it. Here we go. Baltimore at Las Vegas. Wow. Listen, man, you, you got, uh, you know, Ravens on the road favored by four heading into Vegas. And, you know, if you've downloaded and listened to every single episode, you would know that Panther has a theory. And that theory is you don't look like a bitch in front of your home crowd. It's that, that's as simple as it is. That is the theory. And it's a pretty fucking good one. And this is especially true when you have the national spotlight on you. So Panther is always talking about the Sunday night or Monday night games, the home team and, and eyeing them up. Now, let's amp things up a bit here. Let's mention that the Raiders will be playing in their brand new stadium in front of a massive crowd for the first time ever. So you're, you're hitting on all fucking check marks there, right? I think uh, the, the, the focus of the Raiders' attention tonight, of course, will be former MVP Lamar Jackson, especially with the injuries to the Ravens' backfield to start the year. I think Jackson's going to carry a, a much heavier load uh, running-wise as well as, as having to throw the ball. And he did miss some preseason time. He got the vid. So I, I'm not I'm not predicting a, a Cam Newton-esque meltdown after getting COVID, but it's always interesting to see how, how the running – quarterbacks fare after getting a respiratory fucking infection right so we'll see we'll see how that goes i think he'll be fine i think he's he's, he's gonna go out there and he's, he's gonna do his you know what's gonna happen though is you're facing off against a raiders team that defensively we know has had their issues but offensively i like Derek carr I, I think he's been a good quarterback for them, and they've addressed some of the offensive line. They brought, they, I think they drafted with the 17th pick overall uh, a right tackle to kind of keep him safe, to keep his life in check this year. Ravens defense, we know they can be uh, aggressive. They're going to try to test that that rookie right tackle. And looking at the numbers here, I do have the Ravens winning tonight, just not enough to cover. I've got this as a very close game. Baltimore 27, Las Vegas 25. So I would not be shocked if the Raiders pull the upset, if they have the adrenaline at home in front of that crowd and it, it pushes them over the edge. So I'm going to lean Las Vegas here. I do think that that they can keep it close. And then looking at the over-under here, I saw this at 50. 50 the even. Total? Yeah. 50 even. Yeah, I mean, same thing. I like the over here. Not enough to bet it. I only got three three points over, so that doesn't trigger a bet here. So sorry, guys. Disappointing. I'm a professional leaner today. Leaning Las Vegas and leaning the over. Uh, yeah, this game, I, I, I really don't know. So many questions. First with Baltimore, the whole running back situation. I mean, they're going to end up going with running backs that weren't even on the roster a week and a half ago. Um, Tyson Williams is going to be the guy, you know, that will get the most touches tonight outside of Lamar Jackson. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think this is, there's a lot to learn about the Ravens rushing attack tonight uh and then on the other side the raiders like look it, 
I like the Raiders as an offense. I like Derek Carr. I like Renfro. I like these guys that they've got on the offense. I love Darren Waller. I like the addition of Kenyon Drake uh, as a alternate for Josh Jacobs. It's still Chucky Gruden. I hate Chucky. Chucky, uh, oh my God, what do they still got more? Five more years of this damn contract. The with worst contract in coaching history. Uh, I look. I think everything that you said about the atmosphere, the crowd, all that plays a factor for maybe the first two drives. You know, once the Raiders had their first offensive drive, once they've had their first defensive stop, then things will kind of calm down a little bit, and then we'll just have a normal football game. And under normal football game standards, I think. The Lamar Jackson is just too much for that Raider defense to handle. I think the Ravens do go into Vegas and get the win. So I will lay 25 bucks on the Ravens minus the four. And I agree with you. I think it, I think it does go over. I just can't quite get there. So I'll just lean me over here. All right. Um, you know, it's an interesting one. This is kind of a tough one. When the Ravens win, they cover, and for the most part, it, I just don't have it happening all that often. Ra- Raiders at home, plus four seems like a nice bet to me. But then I looked at the money line, that plus 180, and I was like, wow, I, I've given the Raiders a much bigger chance than a 35% chance to win this game. I'm closer to 40. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to money line. Uh, the Raiders plus 180 here, 25 bucks. I think they can win this game. At least they, I think they have more than a 35% chance to win this game. Welcome to the mafia. <laughs> mafia. We never thought we would get our share. Welcome to the mafia. There you go. I mean, I just, I just, I don't know what to make of that. It, and, you know, Max is talking about Lamar Jackson's load. You know, I don't know if we want to talk about that because he may have to go to the bathroom, you know. Oh, man. Drop, drop yeah. that deuce. Drop again. that deuce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's going to be a brand new stadium, nice toilets. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Silver and black. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Actually, I think it's time for us to take a little breather here. Yeah. Hey, let's, let's, let us talk about Moonbet because, DGENs, have you ever wanted to own a piece of a premium sportsbook and casino? Now you can be like us. You can be like us and do just that by buying some Moonbet crypto tokens. That is the Mbet token. Buy those right now over bitforex.com. Also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org using the link in the description so they know you're a true degen, an absolute degen. They've got the sportsbook and casino up and running, guys. It's time to play around. Go over there, check it out, eclipse the competition, make some money with Moonbet. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, degens. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, 
anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, we've got some baseball to talk about. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> was it Friday? It was a Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. Should we yeah. baseball? Yeah. Not not a lot to love today. Not a lot of games on the board today, really. But the, the one I want to circle starting off uh, is uh, my, my favorite pitcher, Hugh Darvish, is pitching today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw that. He's, he's uh, going to uh, San Francisco. You know, if there was any thoughts that the Giants would fade down the stretch, apparently they did not get the message. They uh, were not made aware that they were supposed to crumble and be a shitty team because they've won seven games in a row. Six of those games were on the road, so they are returning home after sweeping, I believe, the Rockies and the Cubs over the last six games. And now they're hosting a Padres team that has lost four or five games and is clinging to a tie right now for the wildcard spot in uh, against uh, the the Reds, I believe that they're, they're tied with the Reds right now for the wild card spot. But there's a couple of teams that are nipping at their uh, their heels. I think St. Louis is only one game back. I believe uh, Philadelphia is two and a half games back. The Mets three games back. So I mean, there's some teams that are fighting for that playoff spot, and, and San Diego just doesn't seem like they fucking want it. Uh, Darvish coming off of a pretty good last outing, but prior to that, he had given up 14 runs in 11.1 innings. So. He had not looked good for a huge stretch of time. And for the Giants, we know it's going to be a bullpen game. It's going to be uh, Leone. Leone getting the open for them. I think he usually goes one, two innings for them, and then they switch it over to the bullpen. And he's looked good in his opens. But you can't say that they have the pitching advantage, but they do have the advantage. I think they are the better team right now. I think they're at home. I think they're going to win this one. So a $10 bet on San Francisco. Yeah, well, I agree with you that not a lot to like today. And I'm kind of wondering if we might be on the same games. I'm on this game. Haven't liked Darvish for the entire second half of the season. I know his last game was uh, pretty good. But uh, Dominic Leone, I want to call him Lionheart. Wasn't that Jean-Claude's name, Leone, in Lionheart? Maybe, man. When does Panther pull out movie references? Uh, yeah, I, I'm in complete agreement that the Giants are red hot right now and the Padres are doing everything they can. I don't think they even care if it's the Reds, the Cardinals, or even the godforsaken Mets. They just don't want that second wildcard game. I don't know what their deal is, but uh, yeah, 20 bucks on the Giants. I'm with you guys. Kiss of death here on the Giants. Uh, I'm going to throw my 15 bucks there. Minus 105. Ooh, I like it. I like it for a team I think is going to win like 57% of the time. Let's do yeah, it. I mean, I mean, you know, usually this comes up is is what's the pick of the day? Or what's your lock of the day? I mean, this is the one for me. I think I think San Francisco really has this one. So, oh, okay. uh, 
Next one and last one up for me. Let us go to Seattle where the Red Sox are in town. What is this? Mariners getting a plus line. It's automatic, right? I have to bet this one. Despite the fact that the fucking Seattle Mariners just lost two in a row at home to the fucking Diamondbacks. I'm still going to bet this one. Uh, Red Sox just not playing really good baseball lately. They've lost three or five games. I guess they can take some solace in the fact that two of those losses, they lost by a run apiece. But the problem is their two wins, they won by a run apiece. So that offense that carried them so much earlier in the season is just not producing right now. They're not producing runs. They're hitting well. Their batting average is good. I think top five over the last you know, month or so. And they're getting on base, a good on-base percentage. They're just not driving those runs in. Seattle over the last uh, 15 days has the fifth best ERA in baseball. And I'm banking on them blanking out or at least quieting the Red Sox today. So $10 bet on Seattle. Not a game I was on. I don't like the pitching matchup. I don't like either one of these pitchers. I agree with you. Boston has not played well. We kind of thought that their uh, offense was not sustainable to keep out producing their mediocre pitching. It, It has come back to bite them, and it probably doesn't help that the Yankees and the Blue Jays had gotten really hot there and uh, caught them. So Seattle's in this mess here, too, of this wild card. You got, what, five teams battling for two spots in the American League. Um, So, interesting series here. But uh, I'll lean with you, a little moral support, but I just can't bet this game. Yeah, you know, I've got a little bit of value, just just enough to warrant a bet here. I do think Seattle wins. I think we, I think we can get there. Just <laughs> what is it? Plus one thirteen. Yeah, I like it, Max. I'm going to jump on it with you. Fifteen bucks on the Mariners. Yeah, not much, not no. much wiggle room left. I mean, I've I, I've lost seven dollars since yeah. I I plugged this into my spreadsheet a couple of hours ago. So I, I, if the money is an indication, of, you know, where the people are betting right now, get the one thirteen now if you like Seattle because I think in a little bit that's going to be even lower. So those are my two games, Panther. What you got? Uh, let's talk about your classmate, your boy, your favorite pitcher this year, love Adam him. Wainwright. Love him. Absolutely love him. Oh, got to love him. And he's going against the uh, Nymet squadron in New York, who inexplicably took two from the Yankees. Kind of didn't see that coming. Uh, but Rich Hill has not been kind of what they, I think they had hoped for when they got him at the trade deadline. Uh, Wainwright is had a pretty good season and the Cardinals are making a push for that wild card spot that the Padres don't want. I think at minus 115, um, I, I've got a little wiggle room myself there. Uh, I think the Cardinals do take care of business. So 20 bucks on the cards. If the Tampa Bay Rays are willing to give up a pitcher, just, just have some pause there. <laughs> right, San Diego, right, Blake Snell. I'm just saying, uh, I I'm, I can't say moral support, and I guess it's moral support on the bet, but but I, I don't want to give moral support fading my fucking team, but that's the case. I like St. Louis here today. Not enough to bet it, but yeah, a heavy lean on the Cardinals. Oh, I'm leaning the Mets in this one. Couldn't quite get there, but I, I, it looks to me, yeah, I've got them just barely. Ah, oh, look at that line change. Oh, there you go. Now you can bet go. it. <laughs> it's close. I mean, I'm thinking about it. 100 even? Get the plus line. Get the plus line. Yeah, yeah, then you yeah. Get. there you go. Yeah, if it's 100, I have to do it. Give me 15 bucks on the Nymet squadron. No agreement. All right, we'll see if we can get some agreement here. Um, Max, you don't usually jump on a game after you've made your plays, but you didn't jump on this one. I'm going to try and see if I can't a little peer pressure. Tampa Bay, you mentioned the Rays at Toronto. Yarbrough's been a nice little you know, fill-in, plug-in pitcher for a team that usually has 
you know, stud pitchers. He's done a good enough job, but our boy Alec Manoa for the Blue Jays has been absolutely phenomenal. And we keep talking about how red hot Toronto is, and they're still red hot. Uh, they're at home. Manoa's on the mound. Tampa, I don't know if maybe they can lose a little interest here. They pretty much got that division in check. Um, but minus 140, I almost didn't bet it because I thought it was a little too chalky, but I went ahead. I needed a third game anyway, so I'll put my 20 bucks on the Blue Jays. Arch, can you do me a favor and just open up so I can see what this line has been doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw this uh, a while ago, and... Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, not not good, not, not good. You, you're getting minus 126. That's a good news, Panther. Yeah, it's the bad news is Vegas disagrees. <laughs> um, you mentioned Yarborough. I'm seeing McHugh as the opener today. I don't know. Is, is Yarborough going to get the extended uh, start then after that? or? Um, the four-letter network had Yarborough listed, so that's what mm-hmm. I went with. All right, yeah. I, my, from what I'm seeing is, is, is McHugh uh, as the opener. We'll see. I, it looks, looks like there's some disagreement on who's going to be the pitcher. I, I don't think it matters. Moral support here. Yeah. I think Toronto does get the win. I just, I hate that line movement. In fact, like some books that I saw earlier had this much higher than the 140. I think some books opened at a minus 155 and they've now dropped down to the 130. So a, a little weirdness going on in this one, a lean on the Blue Jays. Yeah. I'm leaning the Blue Jays here in this one. Just, it's the line movement that scared me off. I have them winning. I have them taking care of business. But this, you know, dropping 14 cents has me wondering what the hell's going on. So it was just a lean for me on the Blue Jays. Okay. Well, a little moral support. I'll take it. Yeah. Those are my three games. I'm done. I got one more. Miami's in Washington. Fish are plus 100 right now. It's been plummeting. We'll see how, where it goes from here. I'm going to jump on the fish. Plus 100 against the Nationals. I do not like the Nationals at all. I think the fish are right behind the Mets as far as uh, you know power rankings. So 15 bucks on Miami. Yeah, definitely some moral support here. I, I think uh, Washington's is just really, really faded uh, the last like you know probably three, three and a half weeks or so. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at their uh, their run differential over that time, and it's it's not very good. Uh, Miami, they got Sandy Alcantara on the mound. You know, I, I I was a fan of his earlier in the season. He's he's had kind of an up and down year, but I think he gets it done today. A lean on the fish. It's so hard to bet the fish because it's that damn run support. I even went and looked. I was looking at the total because it was at seven and a half, and I was thinking, okay, these two teams can get over the seven and a half. And I looked at the fish. I'm like, okay, they've their last three games have gone over that number, but it's not because of them. It's because of them giving up five, <laughs> giving up five runs. Um, so yeah, I just don't trust the fish. Uh, it'll be a lean on the Nationals for me. All right. Oh, lean on the Nationals. Oh man, knife right in the back, Panther. Hey, <laughs> you took the Mets, man. You took the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we talked about NFL. It's back. It's so much fun. We talked about Rodgers. Is it time to panic yet? I mean, Tampa Bay did have their worst game last season against the Saints to, to start the season. Mm-hmm. And we know what happened there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what else? We talked about baseball. And uh, Max and Panther both gave us our points. What went right? What went wrong? But Max, that's it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know you think about our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. We have gotten some feedback on iTunes. I haven't filtered it by you guys. Uh, overall, good feedback, but uh, we, we have been, call, been called out on some of our statistics that we give out. Um, not my statistics. So, Panther, you got to really sharpen up your statistics because you were specifically singled out for, for uh, your bad statistics. 
Uh, I have to look at my stats, but I have to look at the resource. And sadly <laughs> enough, it's the fucking four-letter network right here. <laughs> Most of my wrong. Go figure. Get wrong information. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll double check that and, and have a look there. But uh, before we get out of here, I'll try to give you a Panther parlay. I only bet three baseball games. I want to keep it in baseball. So let's go with the Cardinals, the Giants, and the Blue Jays. We'll put those three together, and that'll be today's Panther parlay. And you guys can call me out on the website, on the app, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Um, call us all out. We'll shoot the shit with you. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do tonight. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.